Hey guys, Alex here, AJNashville.com, here with a special guest today, Miss Ann Riley. Welcome to the show, Ann. Thank Riley. you, Alex. See, I always miss that portion I when I'm talking to you. I apologize. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself to the to the people listening. Okay, awesome. Yeah, my first, I actually go by Ann Riley. Mm-hmm. Um, it's my first and middle name, but I just tell people it's my first name. I still get Hey Ann all the time, but uh, right. <laughs> it's hard to understand. But my dad's first name was Riley, and okay. so back then girls weren't named Riley like they are now. So my parents called me Ann Riley. Um, and the last name is Caldwell, and I'm a realtor here in the Middle Tennessee area with Home Group. Awesome, awesome. That's actually an interesting story when you when you say it like that because it, it's weird nowadays. You know the the names that people use. Like my daughter's name's Rowan. Uh-huh. You know, and and I'll go places and people are like is Rowan a boy or a girl? Because I have a, a son and a daughter, and I'm like, what other name would it be? And then my son's name's Lincoln, and I've had people say, Lincoln, is it a boy or a girl? I'm like, come on now, this is getting ridiculous. So, <laughs> Yeah, it's very confusing. <laughs> right, right. So anyways, welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, now, you've got some extensive background when it comes here. I know you said you're a real estate agent, but you have a really interesting background as far as where you came from, what you did prior. Um, you know, a lot of realtors come from different fields and everything else, but you kind of came from the legal field, correct? Yes. I, um, I'm, I'm, my website is not your ordinary mm-hmm. And I chose that because I, I felt like with my background, I try not to be your ordinary agent right. in a good way. Um, I, um, have done several different things, but they've all been entrepreneurial based for the most part. Mm-hmm. One of the things I did do is I went to law school, um, University of Tennessee. And then when I graduated, I moved to Los Angeles, California, but I spent most of my life here. I grew up here in Nashville, so I'm a Nashville native. Um, And so I was an attorney for a period of time, and then I moved back to Tennessee to do something completely different. Mm -hmm. But I do work part-time a few hours a week off and on with some attorneys here that own a title company in real estate. We also do probate and estate planning work. Um, So from all of that, I have that background from a legal perspective. Mm -hmm. So, And then I also have a financial planning degree and I've rehabbed and flipped some houses in real estate myself. I have a a rental unit myself. Um, So I've done a number of different things, you know, directly related to real estate, but then in and around it that I think provides a unique perspective. Absolutely. And and one of the big things that, that, you know, this kind of gives you a, a leap forward, so to speak, when dealing with legal contracts. You know, you're, you're literally talking about when people purchase a home, they're getting bound under a legal contract. And it's always important to have an individual that understands the ins and outs, the terminology. And there's no question about it. You're at the upper end of the echelon of the people that would understand that. And then when you have the financial planning background plus the investment mindset, I think you can really align people with their their future goals, you know, what it is they plan on doing with the home. Because let's face it, very few of us have ever bought a home and we're like, this is it. I'm here forever. You know, right. it's always been like, this is it for now. Right. And then it's something else down the road. And and when you're setting that up, it's very important to set it up with the mindset that if this is it for now, let's set it up to where whatever I do in six years, five years, two years, whatever that timeline looks like for me, let's set it up to where I can optimize at that point and do the things I need to do, like make it an investment property or something like that, or even a a fixer upper, you know, having that flip background, that's something that's huge for you as well. So um, now you're in a real estate, you got out of the legal portion of it. I know you have a heart to help, but what pushed you over to the real estate side to where you're like, you know what, this is the direction. I mean, you're talking about a person with a financial background, a law degree, like there's a million things you can do. Why real estate? 
you know, I'm, everything I've done, um, which there's been quite a few things, um, but it's always been about helping people and assisting people get to wherever it is they wanted to go. Mm-hmm. And I love, I've always enjoyed being a consultant and somebody who can explain things, I think, very well right. and give people parameters or help them to understand the ins and outs, the pros and cons. Mm-hmm. And my goal has always been whatever it is I've done, it's always been with the heart and a desire to help people get to wherever they want to be, whether that's in the short term or the long term. And one of the things I ask people is, you know, not just what do you want now from this real estate investment, but what are you looking to do moving Mm -hmm. forward? Because, you know, areas that you live in, I mean, some things are dictated by the here and now. This is where I work. This is where my kids go to school. I mean, there's certain things that for right now can't necessarily change, Mm -hmm. but moving forward, a lot of people have ideas or goals of what will change, like right. you were talking about, whether that's two years, five years, 10 or 15 years down the road. Right. And so I always like to ask the why, because mm-hmm. I'm not just about, I never want to be about the transaction. I want to be about the relationship and I want to be about the goals. Right. Whether those are just somebody who's, I just don't want to pay rent right now. So mm-hmm. I have fewer goals other than get me into something that I can enjoy and then I'll worry about the rest later. Right. To there are some people who literally, I want to live there X number of years, and then I want to turn it into an investment property. Mm -hmm. So then we have to make sure it's a rentable property if there's an HOA associated, because there are some places that you can't do that. Right. So those are questions that, you know, you want to make sure that you're asking the client and making sure that they're buying in a place that's going to satisfy that type of desire. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, some people know that in a few years they want to get married and have kids or, I mean, whatever that future looks like, or they want to downsize. Right. And so then it's like, okay, what's going to work for you now? And then what's also going to set you up for where you see yourself wanting to be in the future? And I think a lot of times people don't think that far ahead. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I I like to at least challenge them and ask them those questions. And if they don't have answers, that's fine. Because I mean, not everybody knows what that looks like, but some people do. Mm -hmm. And so at least... I always like to, because I always like to look at things from different perspectives. Right. And so I just try to come up with questions or things that people might not think about on their own. Mm -hmm. Because I always say all of us, when we get outside or we're doing something that maybe we're not as familiar with, we don't know the questions to ask. Right. I mean, I work with a lot of first-time home buyers, And when, you you know, it's kind of ridiculous to say, well, what questions do you have? A lot of them look at me and go, I don't know what questions I'm supposed (laughs) to have. It's my first time doing (laughs) this. I have no idea. idea. (laughs) And so I love that. Because I love to be that person to bring in a different perspective and to help them ask themselves those types of questions because they don't know what to ask. Right. Um, so that's one of the things I really enjoy because, you know, I also have like a mediation background and some mm-hmm. other things. So, you know, helping people structure a deal, helping people think about what's next, helping right. people just look at things from a different angle or a different perspective. Because when you're in the middle of it, mm-hmm. you can be very myopic as opposed to thinking a little bit broader and I think a little bit longer term. Right. Well, and I think you touched on something that's important and it's what's your why? Why are you moving here? Mm-hmm. You know, you're picking up, you're moving across town, you pick this area. What's your reasoning? And if you can understand, well, it's because my kids, my kids go to this school. I'll give you a prime example. Um, I, I am zoned for a school called Bethesda. It is a rezoning that took place in the past year and my kids aren't going to that school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's mostly because I'm snobby enough to be like, I'm not driving that far to right. take them to that school. And so it's got me thinking like, okay, if I'm going to move, like I need to find a school zone that that 
fits this kind of thought process, plus it's this far from work, and it's all these other pieces. And it's something that you don't think about initially. Like, mind you, I bought this house. Um, I, th- I believe my daughter was one or two. You know, she's getting ready to be five next month. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't a process that came to mind. I'm just like, I, I need a new house. Right. And I need it to be over here, you know. Now, if you understand that, if you tell somebody, hey, you know, um, this is my forever home. Okay, well, your kids are going to go to the school over here. Is that acceptable? Because your kids are now two or three years old. You know, are you okay with that? Here, let me take you to this school so you can see where it's at and where it's located and make sure you're okay with the area or whatever it may be. That's a question, just like you said, a lot of people, you say, do you have any questions? And they're like, uh-uh. You know, because they have no idea. But when you start filling them up with knowledge, then suddenly they're like, oh, I do. Yes. What about this? And so I think that's a great perspective to take on things because too many of the times people in general were like, okay, this is what you want. No problem. Let's go get it. Mm -hmm. And we know as individuals that we may think we know what we want, but we really don't a lot of times. We don't want to be sold, but the white car with spinning wheels and everything else isn't actually what we want. We want right. something reliable and this, that, and another. You know, the, the spectrum's different. So I think that's a very valuable question. Well, and one of the things that I try to do is I always ask people, you know, what they think they want, why they want it, what will work, what is their absolute have-to-haves versus, gee, that would just be really nice. Yeah. And then I try to educate them or, you know, be, I like to be a consultant really. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I try to send them some things that maybe aren't exactly what they want because once they go out and they see it in person, sometimes those must haves Mm -hmm. aren't so much must haves because now they've seen something else that they like just as well. But until they went out and looked at it, Mm -hmm. they didn't know that that's how they were going to feel about it or what they were going to be willing to give up. And I'm never here to sell anybody or make anybody do anything. I mean, at the end of the day, they have to be the ones who live in it, they have to be happy with it. But, mm-hmm. you know, depending upon their background in real estate and whether this is their first or their 10th house right. makes a big difference it in does. what I'm going to at least encourage them to look at. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'd rather send you some extra things and I'm doing it for a reason that I see that you may not right now right. and let you say no to it as opposed to never send it to you and mm-hmm. you never got a chance to say no to it. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's something that, you know, you don't know what you don't know until you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even being in a, a house, you talk about the first time buying a house versus the 10th time. Looking at my house now, for example, I'm like, I wish there was a plug there. I wish this was over here. I wish that, you know, but you get caught up in the psychological part of buying. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's nice for someone to say, hey, come here. You know, being in the industry I'm in, I'm like, what are you talking about? I know it all. I'm good. But it, it's always nice to have that person that acts as an advisor, a person that's going to help direct you in the proper direction. You know, it's kind of like what we do from a a financial standpoint. Not every loan's perfect for everyone. Right. And so sometimes it's better, you know, people get fixated on, I want the lowest interest rate. Well, that's fine, but that doesn't always mean the lowest payment. Mm-hmm. So what are your goals long-term? You know, because maybe you, you won't have the lowest interest rate, but you have a loan that's assumable, which means you can sell it to somebody and they can maintain that rate and everything in the future. So there's a lot of different features. When you're talking about homes, there's millions of features, mm-hmm. you know, literally down to the the final straw. So um, that's interesting. Now, your your demographic of people that you have historically worked with, I understand, is mostly first-time home buyers, uh, people that kind of need that extra that extra consultation or direction or stuff like that. And I know, like I said, you you have the will and the heart to help. Um, you know what is what is a common thing if, that you find yourself with first-time home buyers that becomes kind of a common question or a common theme 
that maybe they didn't think of? You know, if you were to ask a first-time homebuyer and you said, you know what, the last 10 people had this same question, what, what would one of those questions be? And I'm putting you on the spot here. I should have asked you before. So no, it was it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's really just what is an overview of the whole process. Because yeah. um, one of the things that I do early on, and and even for people who haven't bought a home in a while or right. who've bought a home in a different state, mm-hmm. um, you know, how our state works is very different than how California works, for yes. instance. Um, the escrow process. I mean, there's just a number of things that even though they might have gone through the process, they might not mm-hmm. have gone through it here in Middle Tennessee. Right. And so one of the first things I like to do for people um, is sit down and just go through the whole process from beginning to end. Yeah. And so that they feel comfortable in knowing what's coming up. I mean, mm-hmm. I've had, I've honestly had several people say to me, my prior experience was nothing like this. Right. And I had no clues to what I was doing. Nobody explained anything to me. I was scared the whole time. Mm-hmm. All I remember is negativity from it. Yeah. And I still couldn't now take anything that I learned because I learned almost nothing mm-hmm. into what it's now going to be my second experience. Right. Would you please teach me the things that or you know, show me the things and tell me the things that nobody told me the first time. Yeah. And I even had one client um, who's getting ready to be ready to move forward. And they were just like, we were so traumatized the first time. We almost didn't want to buy a home a second time. Yep. And by the time I sat down and said, look, you know, it's, it's all going to be good. We're going to walk through it step by step. But let right. me just give you an overview and tell you what's coming. Right. That has been one of probably the greatest stress relievers for a lot of the people that I talk to and work with. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, even if it's not their very first transaction. Right. Because, you know, everybody thinks differently. And I try to you know, give people as much as they want, not more than they want. Mm -hmm. Some people want everything. Some people are like, just tell me right before we get there, you know? And so I do it however people like to do it. But I, I, for the most part, just having an idea of how all the pieces work together Mm -hmm. and what types of money, a lot of, I found a lot of people are never told what, what monies they need up front that can't be rolled into the loan that the seller can't potentially help cover. You know, there's a lot of misinformation out there Mm -hmm. on the financial side of what it takes to get into a home, both good and bad. Yeah. A lot of times it's not anywhere what people think, but then other times it's it's different than what people think. And exactly. they didn't necessarily have that money saved for that inspection or that appraisal fee that has to be paid up front or things like that. Right. So I like to minimize the surprises mm-hmm. <laughs> as much as possible and foresee them if they're going to happen, you know, based on a certain property or a certain specific transaction. Right. And, you know, I try to be the unemotional one in the equation so mm-hmm. that I can always just be looking for solutions. Laser focused. Yeah, yeah, laser focused and trying to avoid them or deal with them up front. Right. You know, I'm very honest and open with people on both sides of the transaction. Yeah. And I find that, you know, agents on the other side of the transaction, you know, I'm very communicative with them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we keep each other in the loop and what's going on. And I've I've saved a lot of deals for people, I think, just from the approach that I've I've right. taken at times. Right. And, you know, for me, it's never adversarial. Everything is we're all trying to get to closing. Mm-hmm. So let's all work together and still represent our clients well. Right. But let's try to get to closing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, we have the common goal, and that's taking care of the consumer and getting them into what it is they desire. Right. You know, as a lender, like one of the most stressful processes was the financing side of buying a home, like everything else is relatively simplistic. It's like, hey, do you like these walls? I do. Hey, do you like this exterior? I do. Do you want to buy this house? I am. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, and all that stuff kind of, not saying that that's easy because the amount of homes I saw before the one I chose to buy was 
Um, well, I saw a lot less than than what my girlfriend at the time had saw on her phone that, mm-hmm. that she's like, hey, you know, what about this one, this one, this one? But anyways, being prepared, and even I know the process. You know, I've done this process now 16 years, but I look back at the time when I was purchasing my home and I'm like, ooh, you know, is everything good? Do you need anything? I remember calling my underwriter saying, hey, do we got everything? Mm-hmm. So... I know it's, it's an emotional roller coaster, and there there comes a time where there's some silence there, mm-hmm. and silence is deadly when you're when you're already emotionally involved in a in a transaction. When you're maybe this is your first time or first time after a while or something like that, um, silence. You're like, is that good or is it bad? I know. And in some cases, with some lenders, it's really bad. Uh-huh. And some lenders, it's like, bro, we're just we're going along the process. Uh-huh. You're good, you know. But by you giving them that understanding, like, hey, you know, now we're just waiting for the appraisal. The appraisal should be back in five to seven business days, and that will determine value, not integrity of the property itself. Like for the client, knowing that little piece, they're like, okay, we're going to go silent for a couple of days, mm-hmm. you know, but nothing's wrong. Right. That's big. And that's where having the proper relationships with your appraisers, your lenders, your home inspectors, your realtors, the sellers, agents, buy, like everybody needs to be firing on the same cylinders. Mm-hmm. And it's it's that process that makes it easier for everyone. And like you said, we all have the same goal. Right. Let's get this client into their home, get the other one out. This way they can get paid and move on with their life. Right. You know, so, I mean, that's huge. And that's something that I'll tell you from working in this industry and from working in this industry for so long, there is a small amount of people that actually care about that. There is a larger amount of people that are like, it's transactional. Hurry up, get in, close, done, paid, buy. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you have people like yourself that it's like, hey, this is what we got to do. Mm-hmm. And those are the people that are usually there after the closing and therefore advice and everything else. And, and those are all good pieces. You know, that's great that you're bringing that type of professionalism to the industry because it needs it. Thank you. So I try. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, and also with my financial background, you know, I've always been very um, interested in and taking classes and reading, you know, from financial investments and real estate and mm-hmm. lending and things like that. So when I talk to lenders, you know, like yourself, right. you know, one of my goals is to be able to kind of interpret and reinforce what you're telling them yep, absolutely. and making sure that we're on the same page and that they're getting, you know, the same information. But sometimes you might can explain something and they understand it versus when I explain it. But then yeah. vice versa, a lot of people come to me and go, the lender just told me this. I have no idea what that means. Yes. And then I'm able to reinterpret it and because I've probably talked to them spent more time with them, showed them houses, walk, you know what I mean? And so I have that relationship with them where I can take what a lender might say to them that's confusing Mm -hmm. and then say it in a way that now they understand it a little bit better. Yeah. And then we all just look better. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And the client feels better. And and everybody's delivering the same message, you Mm -hmm. know, and that's what's important because it is, that happens a lot. You've spent hours in the car with this Mm -hmm. person and and here a person like myself comes stepping in. I'm like, all right, I'm the guy with the money. Come on. And asking all these questions. Exactly. You you know, you're like, all right, what's your name, rank, date of birth, blood type? You know, and the people are like, what? What? (laughs) And that's the thing also. I spend quite a bit of time, you know, just kind of giving people an idea of loan programs without getting myself in trouble or going too far. I don't want to step on any lender's toes, but Mm -hmm. I like to do as much as I can so that when they talk to you, they are as prepared as possible. They know questions to ask. It empowers them so that hopefully they're coming in into the equation with you 
feeling like they know what they didn't know, mm-hmm. you know, before they met me. Yep. So that when they're talking to you, they're already at a higher level than where they would have started. Yeah. Which hopefully makes your job easier mm-hmm. and makes them more comfortable and makes them, you know, not be afraid of that financing process. Right. And just kind of have that overview of what's coming next. Right. And that's huge. You know, setting the right expectation and, and kind of saying, okay, now here's our next steps. Mm-hmm. That makes the whole process much more comfortable, and it makes for a a warm transition, so to speak. Right. So, Anne Riley, it's it's been great having you on the show today. Thank We're you. running out of time. I, I hate that because this is what happens every single right. time. You know, we get nice and warmed up. We're like, all right, let's keep going. You know, and then it's like, oh, we're out of time. Right. Um, but one thing, let's go back to it. For those of you that have been listening, Miss um, Ann Riley, if I wanted to get a hold of you, if I was looking to purchase a home, sell a home, if I wanted to be educated on a home, tell me how I would get in touch with you. Yeah, my website is notyourordinaryagent.com. Okay. Um, so once you go there, information about me will be there. Searching Good. for homes, ability is there, phone number. But my phone number is 615-930-0313. Um, so people can reach out to me that yeah. way too. And you figure if they've listened this long, they're really interested. I know, in what, right? You know, by now, you, most by now you know like, whether or not you want to call me. <laughs> <right>? Most people <laughs> aren't sitting there like, huh, I should send her text message. <laughs> not everyone's as immature as I am either, but... Thank you so much for taking the time. I know it was quite the drive. Where, what side of town did you come from? Well, I'm well. I was showing houses in Hendersonville. So yeah, you yeah. Came I'm way based in Nashville, that. but I work all over Middle Tennessee. So yeah. I go to Clarksville and Greenbrier and Good. Murfreesboro and all over the place. So yeah, so so she covers basically all of Middle Tennessee. So if you know somebody that's looking to purchase a home, maybe someone that has some questions, someone that's not represented currently, even a person that's selling a home for sale by owner that says, "Hey, I can't handle this." Yeah. Um, you know. You're, you're talking about a person that has the legal background to also help make some determinations that most people wouldn't be able to make. I know you had something else. What's up? Oh, I was just going to say, but also because of the uh, attorneys that I work for here part-time, yeah. I, we do probate work. Okay. And that's kind of a specialty because um, there's a lot of time frames and a lot of deadlines Absolutely. and a lot of things that you can and can't do within certain you know, periods. And that um, happens a lot. Yeah, and that happens a lot. So yeah. that's one of the things that I really have a heart to help people walk through that process. Yeah. Well, and, and those are one of those things that, like, people don't know. Mm-hmm. And they're grieving and they're going through a certain scenario. And so it's like every news is bad news. Mm-hmm. You might as well get the bad news and have it be the right news. Right. So I want to thank everyone for tuning in. Miss Ann Riley, thank you so much for being on the thank show. You. I appreciate you taking the time to come out here. We look forward to talking to you soon. That'd be great. Thanks for listening.